0: shit, son. What is this? What what the fuck is this? It's Dragon Ball! Fucking Dragon Ball Heroes! And if you don't fuck with Dragon Ball Heroes, this is not the show for you. Cause we got so much shit to talk about! Bow wow! What's going on? Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. Uh, In the room movie today, nobody. I've been drinking for like three hours. So you got me and me. Lucky you. Uh, Listen, it was a big Dragon Ball week for us in terms of news. Uh, I woke up Thursday morning. If I didn't already have half a chub, you goddamn right know that I had one after I checked my fucking Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I knew. I heard the news. And that good news, it's fucking good news, man. We got so much to talk about. So we got a new anime. We got a new Dragon Ball anime to talk about coming out in July. I'm going to be honest. It seems like a lot of y'all motherfuckers are misled on it. In, in terms of what to expect. Um, obviously, I have done a ton of fucking research in the last couple days to try to get some, I don't know, like a sense of what to expect. And I think I'm going to be able to shed some light on this new anime that was announced uh, in, in the later part of the episode. Also, the new character designs for... The new movie in 2018 in December. December 14th, 2018. Dragon Ball Super the movie, motherfucker. We got the new character designs that came out this week for a Super Saiyan Goku, a Super Saiyan Vegeta, base Vegeta, Whis, Beerus, Piccolo. Piccolo in that bitch. What? What's Piccolo doing in these early ass character designs? Huh? Are we going to see Piccolo be of relevance in this movie? I don't know. When get your fucking heart set on it, that's for goddamn sure. Um, but before we get to talking about those things, we still gotta keep with what we're doing, guys. Listen, we're doing dubs. Dragon Ball Super Dub episode, what is it, sixty four. All right. So last week was my favorite episode of Super, probably. I won't say it definitively, but in terms of um top Vegeta moments. Holy sweet ballsack was last week among the top 3 of all time regardless of series Super GTZ whatever. Episode 63 of Dragon Ball Super is one of the greatest Vegeta moments bar fucking none. And if you don't agree with that, I mean I I would like to respect your opinion except that you're you're wrong. So um If you didn't watch 63 and want to jump through a goddamn wall of fire to be like, FUJITA-SAMA! You don't fucking understand what what Dragon Ball's about. Okay? Uh, So following up off of that, 64 I knew wasn't going to be all that eventful. I did forget that ultimately it culminates with, uh, with the fusion Zamasu at the end. Zamasu. The fusion Zamasu, dude. We get the fusion Zamasu at the end. And while it is, I remember it being unexpected when I first watched it, uh, this episode wasn't all that great uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, I'm probably not going to go as in-depth with uh, with what I've done versus the sub and dubs over the last few weeks. So if that's the kind of analysis that you're coming for this week, probably isn't. But if it is, sorry, bro. That's, uh, that's on me. Uh, my name's Kyle. Thanks for checking this out. Woof. Right off the bat, from an animation perspective, 64 is kind of a whack fucking episode, dude. Um, go back, watch some of the, especially like the long shots with um, this episode. It's very easy to spot because there are a lot of like long shots. Like you see the character's full body from a full distance away or quite a distance away, whatever the fuck you want to say. But you also have that scene with, you know, 10, 12, 8, 15, 50 fucking eight goddamn Goku Blacks going at once. That scene in particular really tells. And I'm not trying to rag on the animation staff for Super for not being able to um, meticulously articulate all 59 Goku blacks in this episode. Like, I get it. You're on a fucking budget and all. But in terms of animation, it's kind of a whack fucking episode. Straight up. This is one of those episodes where I would have been really fed up with the fucking animation Nazis posting... Um, screenshots of the episode a couple hours after it had aired and been like, what the fuck is this? Far from Tsuburashi I was, guy. Fuck off. Just fuck off. So with that being said, the plot doesn't necessarily, um, or the plot does necessarily (laughs) coincide with the lack of quality animation. The plot's a little um, contrived in this one at best, I guess. It's just more of the same. Really, what we see is, um, you know, Goku Black, uh I, I I this is where the trunks arc starts to fall apart, dude. This is really where it starts to fall apart. So 63 is its own fucking entity, okay? Vegeta, Vegeta Sama, you're a fake. You know, why would I be afraid of a of a artificial or copy or fake you, whatever? I get it. I get it, dog. Um this episode all of a sudden, Goku Black understands after having seen vegeta rise his anger out of uh, you know rise his power rather uh to new heights with anger or seemingly to anger you know based on what Goku Black sees Goku Black doesn't realize that the room of fucking space and time spirit and time spirit and time who gives a shit he doesn't realize that vegeta just hung out in there for the last 12 fucking hours essentially he has been training for the last 6 to 12 months based on however the fuck that time frame runs out with uh, with that day, with Goku and and learning the Mafuba and Boma getting the time machine fixed, we think it takes about twelve hours. Vegeta's been training for the last six months. Goku Black don't see that. He's just like, yo, motherfucker, you're angry. What if I become angry? What if I somehow tap into that limitless power that is my anger and my hatred for not only the mortals, not only for this universe, but for myself. The hatred I have for myself for letting these mortals become what they've become. Really? That's where we're going now? Yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's really the route they're going with Goku Black. Okay. You you realize that the Saiyajin, um ability to rise to greater powers really lies within, you know, their ability to tap into their anger and how you've never really taken anger as a serious emotion when considering, you know, it's happened into your greater power or whatever. So somehow you take your kinetic knife, you shove it into the palm of your non-kinetic knife hand, like some kind of fucking psycho. And then it comes out a scythe. Oh, all right. Yeah, the visual the visual on the scythe was fucking badass. Don't get me wrong. But like everything leading up to it, it was just like, Ugh, what's happening here? This is fucking weird, dude. So Goku Blast got his scythe, and he rips a hole, seemingly rips a hole in, like, the dimension and fabric of fucking time, right? He's not really sure what it is. Like, Vegeta sees it, and he's like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, I don't really know. (laughs) Straight up, I'm not sure. I'm just learning about this whole uh, being a Saiyan and being angry thing. So I'm not really sure what I just did. Uh, is that just, like, my limitless anger and um, aggression leaking out into the fabric of whatever fucking universe or timeline this is? Maybe. But what I do know is here comes 10 clone Goku Blacks. Whoopoosh, whoopow, whoopow. pow And while all this is going on, Zamasu decides, actually, uh, fuck Super Saiyan little Goku. I'm going to go see what's up in that bunker several hundred yards away. like literally, several hundred yards. So a yard is three feet, right? Roughly, I think. I don't know. Metric. Who the fuck knows what a metric is? I don't know. Metric who? Metric system? Never heard of him. If he's several hundred, let's just go with several. Seven. 700 yards times three feet. 2,100 feet. That is not even the fucking equivalent of a goddamn mile. My sees Zamasu... Flying to the bunker. This is really where Dragon Ball Super, and this arc in particular, really starts to shit the bed, guys. If you can't hear it in my fucking voice, um, let me point out how pissed off my voice sounds. Zamasu is seen flying from some high-powered... Again, my what the fuck are you doing standing on a building, huh? You're observing the fight? Why? Because even though you've got these high-ass fucking... These high-powered fucking binoculars... Your eyes are somehow trained to see how quickly these fights are going. Like, there is so much inconsistency with what's going on in this shit right now. I don't know who made this episode. I don't know who animated it. I don't know who wrote it. I don't fucking care to find out. Because you know what? If I did find out, I'd be like, shit, this dude should probably get fucking stoned to death. This type of inconsistency on an episode-to-episode basis is what drives me absolutely Fucking crazy about Dragon Ball Super. How is it that you can go from episode 63 having Vegeta do his goddamn thing Vegeta-sama, into this horseshit? I'll cut you a break a little bit because I know that the writer of this episode individually didn't decide that Mai was going to be a fucking relevant part of this arc, but Mai, looking out of her super high power binoculars, can see what's going on with that super fast fight. 2,000 fucking feet away and she has the frame of mind to be able to be like, oh shit, Zamasu's flying this way. Now, if Zamasu's flying this way and this shit ain't even a mile away, o- he's not even a mile away, right? Probably not even a mile away. She warns Trunks and Bulma, Zamasu's coming, oh, fucking shit balls, right? Bulma, Trunks, did you fix the fucking jar for the goddamn Mafuba? Eh, not really, but kind of well enough. Okay. All right, does anybody know the Mafuba? No, we don't. But Zamasu is less than a mile away. So, Boma, you're going to go out there and distract Zamasu to have Trunks learn a video. And by the way, Trunks trying to replicate the poses that Boma show, presumably shows him off off, off screen. Does all the, the the does all the genyu poses? That shit's dope. That's fucking hilarious. And then Bumble remembers. Actually, I've got an iPhone video of Piccolo showing this off. We're learning techniques through iPhone fucking videos now. Okay, all right. I can, I guess this, Like I say, suspend disbelief, but like. Let's be real, guy. I'm watching Dragon Ball, right? I can't even be that upset. Except I fucking can because this shit is horse shit. Oh, my God. This fucking series, dude, at certain points is just so fucking infuriating. What's the point of doing all this good work if you're going to literally take the next episode to shit entirely all over it? (sighs) Bulma goes outside, shows off her big old titties, and tries to lure Zamasu into having her be his goddess eternally, whatever. Yo, Bulma, just for the fucking sake of the record, if I'm Zamasu, I wipe you up every time. That's not the case here. Zamasu, like we talked about in previous episodes, dude, it's like narcissistic homosexuality. Is that the right term? Narcissistic homosexuality? Like he just looks in the mirror and strokes his cock to himself? Maybe I don't know. He definitely don't like Boma's old bitties though. So Trunks comes out four minutes later. Bam, bitch, Mafuba mastered. It took Goku twelve motherfucking hours nonstop with Master Roshi to learn how to master the Mafuba. Your motherfuckers, are gonna tell me this dude learned it from an iPhone video of Piccolo striking a pose? In in five less than five minutes? Are you fucking kidding me? All right, fine, I'll fucking entertain it. Meanwhile, Goku and Vegeta are off fighting fucking goddamn tension fucking Han multi split form fucking Goku Black motherfucker, right? And that's fucking what it is. I just it makes me so goddamn mad, like. Not just the technique thing with the Mafuba and Trunks learning it quickly. This whole split in time that Goku Black's going through where he's like, I don't really know what happened, but hey, guess what? It makes fucking 25, 50, 100 more Mis. And every time Goku and Vegeta kill one, another one appears. They never get any closer to beating the real one. This was just an excuse to, like, I don't know. I just... I don't know, man. It just gives Goku Black something to do while Zamasu realizes that that bitch, while he may be immortal, is not fucking inconquerable. Trunks has that motherfucker shook with the Mafuba. Puts him in a jar. Somehow they forget the fucking talisman. To, like, seal the jar up. The demon seal itself. The very fucking backbone of this technique. Yes, you paralyze them. Yes, you fucking take over them. Yes, you point them into a goddamn jar. But it's the fucking evil containment wave. How do you seal the fucking rice jar? With a demon talisman. Y'all motherfuckers forgot that. Great. So why'd we even go through any of this Mafuba nonsense in the fucking first place? Was it just to get Zamasu shook? Enough to say, fuck it, Goku Black. We We have to fuse? Maybe. Probably. You know what? I'm going to go with yes. And I'm going to go with yes because several moments later, the episode ends with those motherfuckers or or Zamasu really uh, taking off the, the Patara earring and putting it on his other ear. Him and Goku Black do that weird hug thing again where they circle round and round with each other face to face. Except this time there's no weird hug conjoining them. It's seemingly just like magnets attached to the end of their dicks. Just poop, 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 bloop, 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 bloop. Magically, we're one dick now. That's the end of this episode. I don't fucking like this episode. I don't like the end of this arc. The end of this arc is fucking trash. Straight up. We've already seen the best part of this arc. The best part of this arc is what you saw with Vegeta in episode 63. Yes, part of that is because I am a hardcore Vegeta fanboy. But the other part is, the end of this arc is literally a fucking dumpster fire that not even the rewritten manga could have Fucking fixed. You got Super Saiyan Rage. You got Super Saiyan Rage, Toei. You got Vegito Blue. You got Goku Black. You got Zamasu. You got uh, Fused Zamasu. Perfect, like the the green one with the white Super Saiyan hair, whatever you want to fucking put it. And then you've got Corrupt Zamasu. So that's one, two, three, four new merchandising items that you guys got out of this fucking shit show of an arc. I said it when we started doing the dubs. Doesn't Choey risk the idea or risk uh, the possibility of potentially defacing or degrading the opinion uh, or the reputation of future Trunks with, with bringing him back in Super? He's such a focal point of Dragon Ball Z in the middle of it, which really ties the beginning of Z to the end of Z, if you want to think about it. I mean, yeah, there's a seven-year gap in there, but like the the events leading up to that 7-year gap really kind of set the tone for what you're going to see in the later part of Z with the Majin Buu arc and Gohan being the focal point of things none of that shit really comes to pass without the inclusion of Future Trunks don't you risk defacing devaluing trunks by bringing them back in super I think yes, I think no, and I was giving them the benefit of the doubt all the way up until episode 64 where they said, You know what, Kyle? Your fear about us just taking Future Trunks off the shelf and making a, yet another evil Goku um, and, and taking them and running with them as far as merchandising opportunities, that your fear of that was 100% right. You're such a wise Dragon Ball fan, Kyle. Kyle. And uh, we just literally took a diarrhea dump on your childhood because we wanted to make some money. And and meanwhile, I'm just like, well, whatever, Toei. I mean, I'm still going to get another episode after this, right? Like, I, I don't really care about the quality so much as the fact that there is more Coming. 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 And that's the trade, guys. That's the fucking trade we get. It's episodes like this that, even though they fucking literally drive me to fucking murder people, as you can tell from my voice, even though they enrage me so much, at the end of them I say to myself, well, what i had rather have seen that hot pile of steaming fucking dog shit or... But I have not seen a new episode of Dragon Ball at all. At the end of the day. You guys know what the answer is. I obviously want new episodes of Dragon Ball. Regardless. I just want something new to consume. Gives me something to bitch about. Gives me something to look forward to. Gives me something to watch. So many. I've been a fan of Dragon Ball for 22 goddamn years. So. New Dragon Ball makes me. Happy. But. New Dragon Ball and uh, my critique or review or feedback of Dragon Ball. Those don't necessarily always have to go hand in hand. I can be thankful for a new episode and still be critical of it at the same time. This is, I won't say among the worst because it's a lot of shitty Dragon Ball super episodes. But this is a fucking one of the worst episodes of this arc. For sure. It's a goddamn waste of time. And ultimately, what it leads to is the Fusamasu that, if memory serves, I'm pretty sure was already fucking spoiled by Dragon Ball Super, excuse me, by Dragon Ball Heroes intros from the arcade game. We already knew that there was going to be a Fusamasu. Funimation, you did an okay job in the dub. I mean there's really nothing to say from a dub sub comparison today. They've been doing a very faithful, very accurate job. Funimation, I got you back on this fucking arc. You can't fucking take chicken shit and turn it into chicken salad or some such thing like that. I don't fucking know what the saying is, but it uh this episode definitely drives me bananas. But think fucking Christ, this isn't just going to be 20 minutes of me bitching about this shit-ass episode, because Spock! We had some news come out on Thursday morning. Used to this theme song, motherfuckers. Pretty sure it's going to be the opening theme. Who knows? Get ready for it. Yo, you already know. Thursday morning, I woke up, looked at my phone. New Dragon Ball anime announced for July of 2018. Excuse me. Yeah, no, July 2018. It's 2018 right now. Wow. I just fucking forgot what year it was for a second. Anyway, new Dragon Ball anime coming out. This was broken. The news was broken by Yanku Productions. Yanku is one of the uh, Yanku Productions are definitely one of the more reliable sources of things, uh, Dragon Ball News, on the interwebs. If you don't follow them on Twitter, give them a follow. They're as reliable as Herms98. They're as reliable as Geekdom. Uh, a lot of the other big names. Yanku Productions typically only fuck with fact. So, that being said, I saw them tweet out that morning, Thursday morning— there was a new Dragon Ball anime confirmed for July based off of Dragon Ball Heroes. Specifically, the Planet Prison arc. Now, there's been a little bit of confusion because, let's be real, if you don't know what Dragon Ball Heroes is, I'll give you a, a brief you know, intro to it. Basically, in Japan, uh, arcades are still a really fucking cool thing. And they have this Arcade only game for Dragon Ball called Dragon Ball Heroes. It dates back to, I believe, 2010. So this game has been around for eight plus years now. And basically, it's an arcade game that revolves around kids being able to get cards to be able to play. Like, you get specific fighters and they have like specific powers, specific moves, whatever. And you can play with a team of i believe it's seven people seven dragon ball seven people that makes sense so they've got like every dragon ball character fucking imaginable from every single arc in this game the whole thing for dragon ball heroes it kind of falls in line with the xenoverse games and that In that, Xenoverse games focus around trunks and the time patrol, and they work for the Supreme Kai of Time, whatever, that little chick lady who kind of looks like a bird, but she ain't really a bird. And she got them little birds that you got to go fucking pick up and hatch, whatever. Basically, there are any disruptions within a time uh, rift or whatever. She dispatches warriors, trunks, and his buddies included to be able to go kind of, whatever, right, those uh, disruptions within the time rift. So Dragon Ball Heroes kind of operates in that same world that Xenoverse does and that there's really no firm timeline within the Dragon Ball canon. Everything in the Dragon Ball canon is available to this video game, which makes it interesting as hell. Like, let's be real. There's reasons that kids on the internet have the canon versus non-canon debate seemingly 58 goddamn times a fucking hour every single fucking day this game puts all of that shit to rest and allows all of the timelines to coincide within one place so that being said obviously a good portion of the of, uh, the the hero games they revolve around trunks and the time patrol um, the main uh excuse me, the main protagonist um is like a original-ish character. His name's Beat and he's a Saiyan. And they have different iterations of several arcs that happen throughout Dragon Ball, throughout Dragon Ball Super. Uh within this game, for instance, they have their own kind of version of the Universal Survival arc. But they came out Thursday and they said they're gonna do a promotional anime for Super Dragon Ball heroes. That revolves around the Planet Prison arc. So, if you don't want to know anything else about this anime coming up, I'm going to suggest you stop listening now. The reason I say that is because I tried to, you know, go research and understand what the story looks like from the video game perspective. And what I found out was pretty spoilery. So, if you don't want to hear it, don't listen any further. If you do want to hear it, you in the right place, motherfucker. Keep listening. Proud of you. Share it with your friends. Dragon Ball Super Dope. Spotify. Stitcher. Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. dbsuperdope.com. Or is it dragonballsuperdope.com? Pff, I don't fucking know. Dragonballsuperdope.com, I think. Twitter, dbsuperdope1. Instagram, dbsuperdope. You'd think I'd just write them down so I could remember, but, you know, off the top is way more fun. Anyway, I looked into what this Planet Prison arc looks like. So, I'm going to try to outline not only what's going to happen here, but what I think is going to happen with this with this anime. Because the first misconception out there is that this is going to be a long-running anime. First of all, no. It's not going to be a replacement to Dragon Ball Super. It's not taking over Super's time slot on Sundays or anything like that. This isn't going to be an anime produced in lieu of Dragon Ball Super. It's not the case. Dragon Ball Super as a movie is going to continue in December. Whether or not we get Dragon Ball Super back as a series in 2019 is yet to be seen. I'd like to think yes, but it's just not confirmed. If you think it's confirmed, you're wrong. I know that I've gone so far as to say it's all but a certainty, but honestly, Dragon Ball Heroes as an anime, it kind of gives me pause uh, to wonder if Super as an anime will come back. Will the story of Super continue through movies? Yes, for sure. 18, we're going to get a movie. I'm sure we'll get a movie in 19, and I'm sure we'll get a movie in 20. Will the anime come back in the meantime? I'd like to think yes, but this announcement of Super Dragon Ball Heroes actually kind of makes me think Toei, Shueisha, maybe they want to go a little bit of a different route. And this anime, this, granted, small run, by no means permanence, anime based off of Dragon Ball Heroes, might give them an opportunity to explore what the Dragon Ball anime could look like outside of the canon timeline. So, so that being said, this is what the Planet Prison arc looks like. Um, Basically, Trunks and Mai from the future, you know, the ones that we're watching in these arcs right now with Super Dup, they go back in time so that Trunks can train with Goku and Vegeta on Whisys' planet. So the arc starts off, and you can kind of see this with some of the promotional videos that they have run with the video game stuff. You can look this up on YouTube. So if you haven't seen the animation that potentially will reveal some plot points to what this Planet Prison arc looks like, go check it out. Go into YouTube, put in Dragon Ball Heroes Planet Prison arc, and you could probably see this, but... The first thing you really see is Trunks and Mai come back to the past to train, well, Trunks anyway, train with Goku and Vegeta at Whisus Planet. At a certain point, Mai, I guess, they go forward and then come back. And I think Mai comes back and says, you know, I met this dude, Few, and if you don't know Few from Xenoverse 2, um, Few's kind of a weird character in the Dragon Ball lore so he is ultimately ends up being the son of mira and toa but i believe that fuse actual origins come from the dragon ball mmo uh that was launched i believe it was mainly in korea and china that was probably back around 2009 2010 2011 somewhere in there ultimately the servers have been shut down for that game by now but Few as a baby, I believe, made his origin or his first appearance within that game. They bring him back for Xenoverse. They kind of give him this updated, you know, story where. And I don't know if this was the case back then with the Dragon Ball MMO, but now he is the son of Mira and Toa. If you don't know the Xenoverse Two game, I mean, go, you're you're dope. I mean, you're missing out. But ultimately, he plays a lot of counterpoint to Trunks in that he gets or feeds off of the disruptions within the time rifts when people like trunks go out and jump in their time machine and disrupt timelines. Few kind of is, is able to like power himself up off of those things. So, Well, Trunks is like, you know, a new hope and traveling throughout timelines and trying to fix things, this dude gets his power off of the fact that Trunks is doing it and he's evil. So, he basically comes back in time, says Trunks has been imprisoned on this planet, prison, prison planet, how about that, and they ask for Goku and Vegeta to help. Uh, Fue explains that they'll help him out and he's Trunks' friend and he knows all about the planet, right? Well, in reality, Fue is just trying to lure Goku and Vegeta to this prison planet because he, in fact, is in control of this prison planet. And this is what I gather from reading shit online. I haven't played the game. I haven't read the manga. I don't know how closely the manga follows the game. There is obviously a lot of room for them to do whatever the hell they want with it. So this is just me kind of explaining what I've seen online. And then I'll kind of try to give it to you uh, the way I think you should get it. Not then. I'll try to give it to you how I think they're actually structured. So um few comes back. I, basically he, it's revealed that he is in charge of the prison planet and that he's trying to lure fighters there from all of these multiple iterations of time, all these different timelines, all these different realities and trying to trap them there because he wants to be able to do experiments on them i don't know what kind of fucking experiments long dick dong experiments hopefully not but trunks is trapped there who the fuck frees trunks wouldn't you know cooler for some reason cooler is also on that planet and it's not so much i'm a friend of you trunks but fuck this few guy and i gotta get out of here i know you can help me get out of here You know, we're not so much friends, but we have enemies in common, that sort of thing. So, coolers involved. Automatically, fucking dope, right? Vegeta and Goku go to this planet. Now, like I said, there are other timelines, other iterations. So, what I'm really excited about in this, and I know it's going to be a super service y kind of thing, and... Honestly, that's why I'm kind of like, eh, don't get too hyped on this anime. It'll be cool. It'll be very cool to have this happen. Like, we haven't had something like this happen to the Dragon Ball fandom in a very long time, and not quite in this quantity. Um, Yo Sangoku Goku and his friends was a one-shot done, you know, about 10 years after GT ended, and I think it kind of falls in line with that, but... This seems like it's going to go multiple episodes for me. So basically, it's implied that in order for them to defeat Few and get off the prison planet, they have to go and collect the fucking prison planet Dragon Balls. Go figure, right? So what do they do? They go back and they're going to have to fight several um, past Dragon Ball foes. I know that Bojack, and and their crew uh from you know that world was it World's strongest whatever gohan movie that was um bojack and zangeo are going to be there they're going to be like one of the defenders of one of the dragon balls uh i believe android 21 from fighters is as part of it based off of what i've seen online here's why i'm really psyched we're going to see zeno goku now zeno goku i don't mean zeno like little football headed kid zeno who is the king of all but i mean Zeno Goku, who travels through time, Goku. Goku, he who is a different Goku from the Goku that we see in Super, who achieves Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan God, etc. This Goku is a Goku who has experienced all of Dragon Ball Z, all of Dragon Ball GT, all of the Dragon Ball movies. What I'm getting at is this Goku can go Super Saiyan 4. We're going to get to see two good Gokus meet. One with Super Saiyan Blue and one with Super Saiyan 4. And we're going to get to see them fight each other. How hard is your dick going to get for that? My dick's been rock hard since Thursday morning. Wowie. Super Saiyan Blue is going to win that, right? This has got to be their way. Of saying, hey, all those SSB versus SS4 debates, put that faggity baby to bed. SSB all day, baby. Either way, we're going to see a lot of cool moments in this. We're going to get to see a lot of different Dragon Ball characters from different timelines, from different continuities, from movies, films, to, from movies, films. From, <laughs> We're going to see a lot of different Dragon Ball characters from different continuities, whether it be movies, series, uh, manga, video games, GT, super whatever, we're going to see them from all over. There's no timeline specificity to this. This is why it is the ultimate fan service series or opportunity. It makes sense for Toei to want to make this and hopefully make it something that lasts beyond whatever this short promotional run is. So here's what I think they'll do. Planet Prison Arc, right? So it was announced that this is very much a, this is a PR anime. Yanku Productions specifically said this is a PR anime based on the scans they saw in V-Jump. So, with that being said, is it going to be broadcast on TV? I don't know. Is it going to be just online? I don't fucking know. Either way, I'm sure we will find a way to be able to see it. I don't think it holds uh, long-term prospects for having it be dubbed and come over to the States. Um, I believe it's probably a little bit different in terms of how they license those things out. To be able to batch those up to you know, sell it to an American production company, it probably falls over different licensing. So I don't think we're going to see a dubbed version of this at all. Will they be full-length episodes? Also, I don't know. I don't think they will be though. I could see this being realistically. If if you if you've seen any of the introduction trailers, movies whatever for Dragon Ball Heroes, they look amazing. And realistically most of the time they're less than 2 minutes long. I could see them trying to take some of the ideas from these, you know, video game arcs as fan service as they are. Take the two-minute animation that gets people hyped on them and just try to, you know, build it out to like a 10, 12-minute short. Have it be a quote-unquote episode for the video game. Again, they're not trying to do this to have a new anime or anything. They're not trying to start a new cartoon series. This is to promote the game. With that being said... I think Toei and Shueisha are definitely going to take a look at this as a way to test run the idea of a spin-off Dragon Ball series. Something that exists outside of the canon that we all know and love. Something separate and individual from Super. How long is this thing going to be? I don't know. I know that there is going to be the need to, to collect seven fucking Dragon Balls, go figure, from this goddamn prison planet. Uh, so at least seven episodes there. I know they're going to need at least one episode to prime us up. And they're going to need at least one episode to wrap it up. And I know that there is a Super Saiyan Blue versus Super Saiyan 4 fight somewhere in there, which I imagine will not equate out to one Dragon Ball. Just the nut and glory of seeing that fight finally fucking happen will be enough, right? I'm going to guess this this whole arc is probably like 10 episodes long. Maybe. 10, 12, maybe. And again, we don't even think they're going to be full-length episodes. 10, 12 minutes, 10, 12 episodes. I could see it being something like that. This series is set to debut on July 1st in Japan. And based on what Yonkou Productions came out with, it looks like they're going to take a few of these episodes and try to edit slash mash them together to try to make some kind of, I don't know, more like feature length presentation for the audience that'll be viewing it on July 1st. I don't know when these episodes will become available. It could be that night. It could be a couple of weeks afterwards. I don't know. What I do know is that Dragon Ball Super Dope will be talking about the Dragon Ball Heroes anime. We will find it. We will find it. And we will talk about it. Mainly because all I got to talk about in the meantime is dubs and by july i'm pretty sure we're going to be uh approaching like we'll probably have wrapped zamasu and we're probably getting ready to you know get into the recruitment era for the tournament of power and then we restart this whole fucking podcast over again woof guys so we're definitely going to be talking about the super uh hero super dragon ball hero anime when it does come out. But again just to reiterate. It is not going to be taking the place of Dragon Ball Super. It is not something that's going to be continuing. What I think is interesting is that. Even before um, you know Dragon Ball Super started. They really wanted to have a Dragon Ball Heroes anime. Toei did. They made the manga. That's where Toyotaro originally had come in. To work on the manga for heroes and eventually got moved over to Super. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to use this series as a launching board or just like a, you know, basic barometer test to be able to see if if, if it's viable to have this series continue into its own full-fledged anime. It very well could, or this could be a steaming pile of, you know, fan service garbage. We'll see some really cool shit, but. In terms of the grand scheme of things, it's not going to make all that much sense. I'm pumped to see SSB versus SS4. That much, uh, I know, for sure. Will it result into something bigger? I don't know. It very well could. It, It definitely might not. So, more to come. But when that anime drops in July, we will definitely be talking more about that. Um, outside of that news on Thursday uh, we also had some new character designs from Shintani drop for some of the characters in the Dragon Ball movie in 2018 Whis, Beerus, Piccolo we saw Vegeta uh, both SSJ and both in his base form so no surprise there I'm happy to see Whis and Beerus are going to be in the film I'm happy that a preview of Piccolo dropped this early it gives me hope Piccolo Hopefully, we'll be of some relevance in this movie. Um, I guess we'll see. We have a lot to look forward to. This is the golden age to be a Dragon Ball fan. And while I'm sure there are people out there like Hale Zion who would rather Dragon Ball Super have never been a thing and ruin his childhood memories of the thing that he loved but obviously didn't remember all that clearly... Just be thankful for what we've got. (laughs) Like, oh man. It was a long ass day today, guys, for sure. And, uh, I've been sick all week and fucking miserable, but waking up to that news on Thursday reinvigorated me, gave me some new life, just fucking made me pumped to be a Dragon Ball fan and to, you know, just sit here and spit the shit with you guys. So, um, Thank you for listening. Um, DB Super Dope one on Twitter, the number one uh, DB Super Dope on Instagram, Dragon Ball Super Dope on Facebook, Dragonballsuperdope.com. dot com. Um, please rate, review, whatever platform you're on. Helps other people find the show. Share us with your other Dragon Ball friends. Don't be greedy. Share the Super Dope. And uh, that's really all I got for now. I. I feel like I could go on a little bit more of a tangent about Heroes, but, I mean, honestly, if you've got more questions about it, um, no, feel free to tweet at me. I can try to get this stuff answered for you. I I think, ultimately, we're looking at, like, 8 to 10 promotional episodes, maybe 10 to 12 minutes apiece. That makes sense? Maybe. I don't know. Super Dragon Ball Heroes All right, I'm done.